0: I'm Justin Gerhardt. And I'm Eddie Fritz. Welcome to the Queer Network Podcast. Join us as we explore queer in the 21st century. We are in California with a special guest, Ava Stowe. She came out at 11 as a lesbian. um, And we want to know more about that and that experience for you. And and how you came, how you got the confidence to come out. Mm -hmm. What was the reason you did it then?
1: The main reason is I was kind of outed to my whole school. Okay. Because of that, I told my mom in the car one day while we were driving back mm-hmm. what had happened. And she was totally understanding about it and really sweet and I'm actually glad that I came out right. at 11 rather than hiding the fact that that drama had happened.
0: Do you think you would have held on to this for longer if you wouldn't have had been pushed a little yeah, bit? Yeah,
1: I definitely would have not told people, I would definitely have told my friends, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have told anybody else because it's just easier not to in my opinion.
0: Right. I'm curious as a 13-year-old where you found the strength and the confidence and (laughs) what surrounds you in your daily life that gave you the strength to push through that experience. It was definitely
1: my friends. Mm -hmm. They'd always say, you can be whatever you want and it's not...
0: What about your family?
1: They were totally comfortable when I told them.
0: Yeah coming out at 13, you're sharing something very personal. Yeah. How has that affected that relationship?
1: Before I really to- like accepted myself, I was very quiet and wouldn't talk to it a lot mm-hmm. with my parents, mm-hmm. and if I did, I actually felt uncomfortable. Right. And when I talked about it with my friends, I felt just that little bit more comfortable when, when I went into seventh grade, I felt like this is really me, and I could start talking to people. Mm-hmm. I started talking to my aunt a lot more about mm-hmm. it and it's when i truly accepted myself and i started talking to my friends mm-hmm. and i now talk to pretty much everything i say to my friends mm-hmm. to my parents now because right. it just makes me
0: and there's something in there i think that's powerful in that it's the talking about it yeah and out loud so that's not these just thoughts in your head that are often easy it's easy easy that those thoughts turn into oh well maybe i don't maybe it's not okay or maybe yeah. it is okay, I don't know. And then you're going back and forth in your head, but if you actually voice it out loud, and this is for everybody watching at home that is going through these, having these internal battles, yeah. that it sounds like, from your experience too, at 13 and 11, when you were actually yeah. thinking about these things, talking about it, you take the power away from that little voice in your head. So at 13, what, and this is sort of shifting gears a little bit, what are you passionate about and... Does all of this in in does all of this um, influence that?
1: My friends said the first answer I should say is I'm always interested in food.
0: Okay, let's just I say mean, we got it. It's one yeah, of the basics of life. It is yes
1: very important yeah but
0: so passions in terms of some some things that you want to accomplish in your life is that something you even think about right yeah. now or
1: I want to show people that just because you're a lesbian gay queer whatever you identify yourself as you're the exact same as everyone else and mm-hmm. can accomplish things just as well as everybody else mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I want to show that through photos and actually proving it and being a voice and mm-hmm. an inspiration for people that right don't exactly know what they're going to do.
0: Right. Do you know what you want to do?
1: I want to live in San Francisco. Oh. I want to do video or okay. photos.
0: Yeah, like so, photography or yeah. some sort of cinematography.
1: I'm definitely pretty mm-hmm. good at that, let me mm-hmm. just
0: say. You've started to, to dabble.
1: Yeah, I'm in mm-hmm. yearbook, which is...
0: Amazing. Yeah. Great place to do that.
1: Definitely starting that and...
0: So then where would you see yourself in 10 years?
1: Uh, with the love of my life, probably, and in San Francisco oh. or in school.
0: Amazing. What at 13 is your advice to somebody who might be wanting to come out or is scared to come out or has a friend who they think might be mm-hmm. gay or queer or how do you, how, what would you want to say to them?
1: Well, it's in my opinion it's easier to tell at least someone, it takes off a little bit of the load off your life, having that secret and holding it inside, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a big thing To that person Mm -hmm. and if you if you can tell one person that you can truly trust or even up to two people that you really truly trust it'll definitely show a big difference in how happy you are Mm -hmm. and...
0: Just that somebody yeah. else knows.
1: Someone else understands, mm-hmm. especially if it's someone else in the community, yeah. and you can tell them.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you've mentioned how supportive of your family is, and I, I know that your mom was open to being on the couch with us, so we're going to bring out Julie to join us on the couch to talk about what it's like to be... Hello. Hi. 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 We wanted to know, from your perspective, what it's been like to have a daughter who so I want to say confidently, in, in one sense, came out at a young age and, and what that's been like for your family and then you personally.
2: I don't think it was a surprise to our family, not so much that she's gay, mm-hmm. but more that she is who she is and she's comfortable with it. She's been like that since she was a kid. Mm-hmm. We're fortunate. Yeah. Um, she's always kind of beat her own drum and and has always been comfortable with herself. Mm-hmm. How I have felt personally is it's a mix of stuff. It's um proud. It's scared. It's um, wanting to take care of her, but needing to let go. Mm-hmm. It's a very fine line. She's only thirteen, right? Um, but I don't want to, you know, stop her from being who she is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's hard. It's it's different every day. Yeah. Think, no. It all depends. Whatever challenges that she has, um, she tries to be as vocal with me as she can about it, mm-hmm. and. So we, we just have to tackle it every day. Yeah, It's, it it's is a day-to-day. Day yeah. day, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> some days are great mm-hmm. and um, some days are... Some days aren't. Some days aren't. But I think, you know, it's supposed to be like that. And that's it's not supposed to too. Be, it's it's going to be hard no matter what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's not an exact handbook for it right, right. now.
0: Is there something that you would want to share with a parent that might be about to do the same thing or...
2: Don't stop them from telling you, you just have to listen. You Mm -hmm. need to be a soundboard, you need to be a safe place. Mm -hmm. Um, And you need to get support for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you need to, if it's not your spouse, it's a friend or it's a group. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think not only does she need the the support, but the parents need the support just as much in order so they can support the child. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I don't know if that's a missing component. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm working on that myself. but. You know it's not always easy mm-hmm. yeah you know
0: so obviously you have accepted your daughter for, for coming out but right. what are some of the concerns that you still have
2: I don't want her to be hurt mm-hmm. and regardless of what lifestyle she goes what she does for her career if she's gay or she's not gay whatever it is people aren't always nice yeah um, and that's just life but coming out at 13 kind of opens up a window mm-hmm for people. And I obviously worry about getting bullied at school. Mm-hmm. Um, I worry about adults just as much as I do kids her own age. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually makes me more concerned. Mm-hmm. I would love to surround her in a love bubble. <laughs> but um, that's not life. Yeah. You know? And that's not how we learn either. It's not how we learn. Yeah. So it's kind of just like pushing her off on the bike. Mm-hmm. But it's still all kind of new. Yeah.
0: So thank you both for joining me. Um, I wanted to give you the opportunity to say anything that you wanted to say to your mom on camera
1: uh, because my mom's here and my dad is and i'm saying this to both of them and i know my dad can hear me from somewhere in the house <laughs> <laughs> but i do want to say thank you so much for being so accepting right off the bat and i mean even if you were like maybe she isn't maybe she is you never necessarily told me that straight to my face and you and dad right off the bat were like Whenever I ask if I want to go to the Pride Parade, you're always like, yeah, why not? Why not? Or when I, want, I wanted to go to the Castro District, you were like, why not? Let's go. And you're always just down to do whatever makes me comfortable. And whenever I'm in an uncomfortable situation where someone brings it up, I always know most of the time you'll be there to help me out. And if you're not, I've learned from what you've done. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Thank you. That was beautiful. And thank you for sharing your insight because what we know is that when we share our stories, it has impact on anybody who's listening and and then they can share it with somebody else who it might might affect as well. So there's power in this. Thank you for listening to the Queer Network podcast. You can follow the Queer Network on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Join us next time for another Queer Conversation.